Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. A lot of teams got rid of a lot of players because they didn't want to spend any money on them, and we're going to discuss that. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining us today. My name is Jimmy. Jake's there. Trev's there. Producer Bug Bug's there. Music end. We got some stuff to discuss. The free agent pool got larger. We thank you for joining us. Jake, who are you most excited to have listen to this episode today? I'm excited to have Eddie Rosario listen. Okay. Trev, who are you most excited to have listen to the episode today? Jess uh, Storielli. Knock you out. Now Jess what? has to listen. Her nightmare. Yeah, Jess is not listening to the podcast. She hates everything I do. Uh, who are you most excited for, Jim? BBD. Wow. Yeah. BBD. He's the only one that gets alive, live, live. Who are you most excited to hear this podcast? Yes. Oh. Is that the answer? Oh. Guy he knows named Oh. Tim the Tool Man. Zach. Zach Esposito. Zach Yeah, don't, don't talk about Zach don't like that. About Zach. We'll not have that Zach slander. Okay. All right. And we got ah. the first order of business out of the way. Trev, how you doing, man? People like when you wear the great. white white hoodie. Yeah. A lot of comments are like, crispy. white hoodie treads the best Crispy. <laughs> it's like a virgin robe. I've been watching a little bit of The Crown with um, my wife, which is a horrible show for me. It's Ooh, not my type okay. of thing. It's like Very a history slow. book acted out. So I, I fully understand when people don't like it, but I like it. So It's okay. The acting is actually really good. Um, but then I, I heard that like in real life, Diane, uh, Princess Diana... Her like mistress problem, Camille, Cam- Camilla, whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. She wore white to their wedding. How fucked up is that? That is messed up. You can't wear white to somebody else's wedding. Can't do that. Yo, that's, that's kinda... how I feel on this. I feel very like uh, mischievous, dirty, that. even though it's white. That's always a really exciting moment when someone else shows up to a wedding and they're wearing white and you're like, yo, <laughs> you kind of can't do that. Has, has that happened to you? Like, have you seen that in person? Yeah. I mean, I, Jimmy's the wedding king, so I'll kick it to him. But yeah, I mean, I know one, one I felt bad for because she was foreign and like from where she's from, the, them ain't the rules. So like I felt bad because you know everyone else is like, that's a nightmare, but yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah, wedding guests is always funny. Trev, you're from California. So it's it's when I moved to California, I was very shocked at how bad weddings are out there. No one has fun. It's like a dinner party. Really? For, oh yeah. California weddings, no Why? one dances until you finish dessert. It's fucking weird. It's like a two hour dinner party. On the East Coast, yeah. you do the ceremony, you fucking dance, then they put the food down, and the DJ's like, please go back to your tables to eat. And no one listens. They're like, please go back to your table to eat. Then you eat. Then you get back up, you dance, and they're like, desserts at your tables. Please go back. California, for the first three hours, you just sit. It's like a quiet dinner party. 
They're so boring. Mm. And then at the end, they're like, now the dance floor is open. Turn up. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I haven't had that experience uh, with the weddings, but I mean, look, you are the expert. I think really all that matters is like we had like a two-hour cocktail thing before dinner. Mm. That's what gets the people going. You got to grease it up Juice, a little. Yeah, like, Cock- yeah, yeah. Cocktail hours are good. Uh, but in California, there's no dress codes either, so you'll always have yeah. a guy in the back with shorts, uh, like a golf mm. polo, and a cowboy hat. Every wedding I did I don't in California. Know what weddings you're going to? I've never seen anyone show up to shorts to a wedding. That's or those are those well, North, I mean, summer North weddings? California, NorCal, yeah. But it, like a what cowboy hat and like very not dressed up at all. Where in the East Coast it's like prom. Everyone dresses up like way too much. I don't know we the South. A, we had a belly dancer at my wedding. That's fine. People who don't know my beautiful Egyptian flower is Egyptian. Big time wedding culture. Zillion people came. Yeah. Everyone was dancing. Egyptians know how to party. So maybe it's just like the stuffy kind of like. I don't want to say white people, but maybe the stuffy white people, you know. You know who knows how to party? Jewish people. I told BBD this. Yeah. If I ever get to a Jewish wedding, I was like, hell yeah, this is going to be fun. Catholics, boring, full of guilt. Yeah. Mm. My mom gets so upset when I say that. I think I've shared this before. Stop saying Catholic weddings are boring. I'm like, they are. They are boring. Statistically, they're very boring. boring. They're just like, like inviting someone to a Catholic ceremony is maybe the rudest thing you can do. Mm. <laughs> Nobody wants to do that. Mm. Even the bride and groom, when I film them, they're like, let's just get this over yeah. with. Like, nobody wants to do that. Anyway, a lot of players got non-tendered the other day, and the free agency pool for some positions has drastically changed. Specifically, corner outfield and reliever market just got, like, flooded with more bodies that teams can now go after. And these players that got non-tendered kind of have, like, a cap where everybody's like, well, we're not going to pay him that because we all already decided he's not worth that. So the whole situation's kind of messed up by MLB, and they need to fix it. But it is where we are, so we will discuss it. Trev, you got non-tendered. You told us a little bit about it when we did tender and tough uh, last episode, is this a tough day? Like, do you follow Twitter and it's just like every second non-tendered, non-tendered? Pretty bizarre. As a player, I mean, look, if you get tendered a contract, you kind of know what you're going to make. And that's always a good thing in the offseason when you're going through arbitration. Uh, I remember getting non-tendered and being like, I don't know, maybe I have to settle for a minor league deal. Like, I didn't know anything. I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, so the the uncertainty of it is really tough. Um, but it's also the first time it happens. It's a little, it's exciting because you get to finally choose your team. Like typically, you know, you're in an organization and you're just there until something like this happens. So that was like an exciting part of it. But the uncertainty I think is, is tough on guys. Cause you gotta, dude, you gotta, when you're a free agent, you know, yes, you got to pick your team, but like, there's so many other things that go along with that. Where am I going to be in spring training? Do I have a house in spring training? You know, where are we going to live? All this stuff is, you know, it's not just the baseball part of it; it's the off the field stuff too that makes it uh, the uncertainty makes it tough. And we we have a couple guys on the list that we're going to talk about, where I think it hits even harder because they haven't bounced around yet. Like, so you know, they had your experience, Trev, where they were signed by a team, they went up. 
you know, you got Almora, who's spent his whole major league career with the Cubs. Same with Schwarber. You got Dahl with the Rockies, even though I think the Rockies suck anyway. Rosario. And Rosario. Those are the guys where it's like, this. that probably sucks for them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're, you're probably trying to spin it. I mean, you know, Eddie Rosario is the free agent, and I, I hope he does well. He He's the one that's really stuck out for me. I mean, we we talked about it, and our whole conversation around it last episode was, was really good. We didn't peg all of them perfectly, but, you know, I, I mean, with Schwarber, you know, we felt kind of this Cubs thing coming along, and they're going to be making a lot of changes, and we, you know— some point the first ball had to drop and it kind of felt like Schwarber and you get it like he wasn't that good last year he's been looking for a position his whole life there's some platoon stuff there and it's you know it's baseball nowadays I mean at the same time I think I said I thought they'd keep him because he's you know this weird season removed from a 38 bomb season so there's part of it that doesn't feel right the thing for me is just like Eddie Rosario man he has been a part of this Twins org for over a decade, if you include minor league stuff. Um, he's been on the professional roster since, let me see, since 2015. And, you know, I get it. And this is this is where analytics and regular baseball fans always find out. You know, I posted <coughs> I was mad about the Eddie Rosario thing. And I'm like, well, you know, you can get more value. And it, I get it, man. And we'll talk about the Trevor May money and you can spend your money on pitching. And they've got these young outfielders that they should be able to contribute as much. But it's what we want baseball to be as a sport. And, you know, we won't do the whole baseball is broken thing. But it shouldn't come down to the Twins and Eddie Rosario looking at each other in a room. I mean, they're not actually doing that, but saying, Eddie, we we love you. It's been fun, but you're not worth this nine million that we've had you trapped under our roof for. It's it's just terrible, and it's not, you know, ex- I, we were <laughs> me and BBD were thinking about the kids earlier, and you know, try explaining to the twelve year old kid that loves Kyle Schwarber, Eddie Rosario, that oh, did they trade them? Are you getting prospects back? Did they? Did they hit free agency? What happened? Oh, well, they got non-tendered because they just wanted to pay him like a million dollars less. And it's like it's just not good for the sport. So, And, you know, I, I could do a whole thing about Eddie Rosario. I get the analytics. I get he's not special defensively anymore. The guy is a rock in the middle of the lineup. He's going to give you an 800 OPS. He's batted two through six for different Twins teams for the past five years. Really good hitting Twins teams. He's a constant threat. He gives you good at-bats. And, you know, some of those things, analytics still don't rack up to the point that he's for one year, $9 million. The Twins didn't want to do it. And, hey, maybe that organization is moving on with a lot of things. They've kind of been sitting in this same area for a couple years and maybe Nelson Cruz, maybe Rosario, maybe this is a bigger turning of the page. It just rubs me the wrong way that this is this is how it ends. I mean, I agree. It's I think Eddie's situation is a little different than that. I don't think it was strictly a money thing because there are times where you have someone ready. Like we talked about last time, Alex Kirilov coming up. They think he's ready. And, you know, you got to open the door somehow. Um, that could be a reason. That being said, if Eddie Rosario was going to make $5 million this year, they'd probably tender him um, instead of the whatever, nine he was projected. So I, I love it. You know, he may not be worth nine million in your analytics, analytical like projections for next year, but the guy puts asses in the seats. I'm sorry, he does, man. That outfield sells tickets. Uh, Kepler, Buxton, Rosario. That is like you can market the crap out of those guys, 
and now they're getting rid of Eddie, getting rid of Eddie. So, you know, he'll land somewhere. I think the Marlins, I, I have a feeling that they could be in on him. Someone like that. He'll get a chance to play every day somewhere. And that's kind of all you want. If you're non-tendered, you just want to have a job somewhere. He'll, he'll land on his feet for sure. Same with Schwarber. Schwarber's very interesting. Yeah. Um, and MLB's in such a state of disarray on this DH nonsense. Like, I don't expect Schwarber to sign till late spring training because he should wait. His, I mean, his agency knows this. Until they announce there's going to be a DH in the 2021 season or not. Because if they announce it, if he signs with an AL team on February 10th, and then spring training starts February 18th for every team, and everyone reports, and they're like, you know what? We're getting underway. We need to resolve this. There will be a DH across both leagues this season. Well, there's 15 teams that could have been in the bidding for Schwarber that probably weren't. So I expect him to wait it out as long as possible, right? It makes no sense to sign. You, 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 you double the amount of teams that would be interested in you. I don't think if, if there's no DH, no national team's really going to give a definitely not a multi-year deal or any deal. I would guess. Well, that's that's not that happening. That's like, kind are they talking about announcing it before spring training? I figured they'd wait and have it as a bargaining chip in the off season of 2021. They haven't announced anything, and there's like there's so much discussion around it, but there's no timeline that you know winter meetings are coming up for baseball. That's a weird winter meetings this year. You might want to check out some John Boy winter meetings. Look out for that coming up. But Jimmy, everything you said, the other side of that is kind of what we just talked about. The other side of baseball players, it's it's having that security, knowing where you're going. So if you're Adam Duvall, and let's say you get a contract offer from the Orioles, it's one year, eight million. You were you were nice last year, Adam. Go rake again. But do I want to play with the Orioles? Am I going to get a better contract later, or am I going to be sitting here late February and now I'm looking at one year, three million offers? It's it's a scary proposition. Like free agency, we talk about the big dudes who are going to get paid, paid, and that's exciting for Real Mudo and those guys. But that that middle class continues to kind of go back where we were two, three years ago, where it was like, are are guys going to get signed? I don't know. I don't know either. It's a big looming question they need to address, and they're not going to address it because the league is going to try and do the same thing they did before last season. And try to snake it in. I mean, they announced expanded playoffs the day. That's crazy. Of opening day with the Yanks Nats kicked off the 2020, 2020 season. Like they announced it like four hours before that pitch. They announced the no off days in the postseason. So everything that people could have planned for, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they didn't announce in time they could plan for. So maybe they can't wait it out because MLB's not gonna do it until, you know, they're gonna use a bargaining. Chip forever about the DH, but if you want to sign Shorber for multiple years, then NHL NL team should still be in because it's gonna 2022. Uh, there will be no DH. That'll be very easy. The players' union just wants to use it as a bargaining trip in the CBA and not give away, give it away earlier, which I agree with. So Schwarber's interesting. Uh, he's linked to the Yankees because of the short porch and because Cashman has tried to trade for him before. So, 
And obviously, we live in Yankees world, so there could be another team out there that's also has a ton of articles about being linked to trying to get him and and all that. But it'll be interesting to see where he lands. Duvall, there's a lot of there's a lot of good outfielders now. Um, Duvall, Rosario, Schwarber, that kind of just opened up that whole market for outfielders. I mean, and then our guy David Dahl, who's been on the show, been on sequence. He had a rough year in Colorado, and. Dude, just get out of Colorado. That's my advice for every player. Just get out of there and go to a team that operates nicely or nicer. So I, I think this is a big win for Dahl. I'm actually clapping for him. Good job, Dahl. Get out of there. You know, yeah. There's There'll be a bunch of suitors for him as well. I mean, the guy can hit. He's one year removed from an all-star season. The 2020 season is such a crapshoot, man. Some guys relished it. Uh, and some guys, I think, just never found their footing. Uh, guys that are used to a routine and were in, in a consistent work uh, probably weren't able to do that this year. So uh, a guy, I think, and that's the impression I got from Dahl when I had him on sequence was that he's very work detail-oriented, likes his routine, and probably wasn't able to do it as much this year. So I give everybody a pass on 2020. He's- if you're good, great. If you're bad, I don't really consider it um, a lost year. D- Dahl's got some weird injury stuff too I mean I think he had a weird spleen thing When he was in the minor leagues so When you put it all together It's uh, it's weird and uh, the other thing I stumbled into Is with this weird year Like what if what if David Dahl had just Opted out of this season Would he still have a contract with the Rockies Would that be a better situation Would that be a worse situation You know I, again you could start going a million ways And that's where I've really gotten frustrated with this single season, this 60-game analysis. I mean, again, that's normally two months for these guys. It's normally a third of their season. And now, you know, if, if Kyle Schwarber is the kind of hitter that could have come back and had another 60 games where he hit 20 bombs, like that wouldn't surprise us at all if he got really hot and had two good months. Are you kidding me? So it, it's where it's bizarre, and I hope these – I genuinely – Hope these guys make the teams they left feel bad. <laughs> I I hope Schwarber goes to Baltimore for a season, hits forty five, hits free agency, double birds, and uh, says, "Pay me now." I don't think he'd look good. You, you kind of you kind of know what type of players you have here. These guys have all been in the league enough; they have a track record. Um, you kind of know what you're going to get with them. I think Schwarber finds himself in a platoon role somewhere. We talked about that a little bit last time. Uh, you talked about Eddie, and you're, he's going to give you an eight hundred OPS. He'll make some fun plays in the outfield. He'll make some bad plays in the outfield. But um, I think these guys, teams know what they're going to get with these guys. Yeah, I don't think there's any like massive year coming from any of them. I don't think there's any massive drop off either. I think it's you take them for face value, and there's a lot of and there's a lot of value um, in the guys we've talked yeah. about so far, in Al- my opinion. Almora and Schwar- and Jose Martinez are the other people in this camp, a little lesser, but. In the camp, Jose Martinez ties to the DH, DH thing. thing a I lot. Mean, yeah, same uh, with Duvall, kind of. Talk about a guy, yeah, absolutely. I mean, a guy who rakes Almora. It's it just felt like it's never come together. Maybe the whole change no. of scenery thing, blah blah blah. Um, and yeah, I just did a weird Jakey stat research on Rosario because I was trying to quantify what I was really trying to say. I did OPS plus of one fourteen and four hundred seventy five games played since twenty seventeen. So that's four seasons, you know, playing most games and having an OP, a, a good OPS plus. There's only 25 guys that have done it. Eddie Rosario's on that list. So just from a fact of being out there consistently 
being solid. I, again, I know that doesn't translate perfectly to war, and I'm sure the defense isn't going to improve at this point, but there's, there's value in that. Consistency. Consistency. You know, he's, he's like, I know a lot about him, so I guess we, I just keep talking about Eddie. He's one of those guys that could probably benefit from going to somewhere that, you know, had, had better shifts. Put him in a better position. Yeah. You could easily up your defensive war if they just kind of put you in the right positions. You know, like if if he went to a field with an easier left field to play or whatever it is, like you, there might be more value in defense because he throws. He he's one of the league leaders in outfield assists every single year. How about this? Just uh, I got one coming coming off the hip. Eddie Rosario to the White Sox stays in division, gives the middle finger to the Twins, joins a good lineup. They, they need some more lefties to balance out those big righties. Done. Wow. Done. From the hip. Padres, the Slam Diego shirt I'm saying around. Eddie's going to have options. Eddie on the White Sox would be like, it'd be a show. Like would that hurt you a little bit? Oh, my God. Joining those no. dudes, having yeah. so That's much I'm fun. Saying, dude. Yeah. Like he, he, would, he might even automatically be like number one. And Jim, you know I hate this word. He might be the number one swag guy if he went there because he he's had to button it up with the Twins. The Twins aren't very like swaggy, you know what I mean? But you go to the White Sox, like he got the lines. I'm saying like, cat he scratch. He would definitely chain it out. All like around, he could he yeah. could go, man. It's Tony Larusa's La White Sox, though. <laughs> yeah, it's true. They're all gonna have to it's shave true. their heads. Well, I mean, I actually saw a hilarious tweet. They're like, oh, because uh, he like polos. announced his coach. It's actually staff. bald mustache only. Tony, bald Tony Larusa's White Sox is golf polos. Bald and mustache only. <laughs> Someone that he announced his coaching staff, and someone wrote like, um, "Here's a list of interim managers for you know halfway through the 2021 season." And it's so true. Like that guy's <laughs> not gonna make it. He's not gonna make it. Uh, Sorry. Sorry. Tom. I got so like guys. This is we're in for exciting December and January. No one's come off the board yet. I have like the free agent tracker up. Yeah, just like Ozuna, Lemayhu, Bauer, Cruz, Springer, Real Muto. Um, Didi, Colton Wong, Liam Hendricks, Justin Turner. He should be back with Dodgers, but, uh, you know, Simeon. There's a lot of people on this list. It's pretty cool. And, and the reliever market just got like, there's a lot of relievers out there now. And I'm mad at the Yankees all over again Mm. for not trading for Archie Bradley at the deadline last year. The Reds traded for Archie Bradley last year. It cost him, I think, what was the number? 500 grand? Maybe, maybe. For the rest of the season. 200 grand? And, and no grand prospects? And two, to the two borderline prospects. Two, two borderline prospects. And like money wise, it was like 500 grand max, I think. And, I, and at the time, I was saying, but you have to take on him for the next year. You don't. The Reds didn't. Yeah. They non tendered him. So. So, god damn it, Yankees! We needed relievers. This dude cost two hundred grand, five hundred grand, and no prospects. So he's available. So go get him now. Archie Bradley changes bullpens. He's really good. People were mad at the Reds because they gave up two prospects. They gave up stuff for Archie Bradley and Goodwin from the Angels. Non tendered both of them. Yeah, what? None of that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> I need, dude. This is the worst thing that baseball does right now, and I think. People think it's a good thing. Stop having teams trading for big talent that clearly aren't going to win. 
Mm. It's like, you know, the Reds traded for Bauer. The Reds traded for Archie Bradley. The Mets traded for um, Stroman. Like, you guys aren't even in contention. Stop stealing. the Reds thought they were going to be in contention. Uh, Yes, because they're delusional. They should go to an arbiter and be like, hey, come to us. Do we have a chance to win the World Series? No. So then don't steal the top talent. It's bad product. All the top players that can be traded to playoff teams should be traded to playoff teams so the MLB has a better product. But now no one wants to get anyone in free agency. They want to get people in trades before they're even good because everyone's obsessed with the rebuild instead of the tack on when you're good. So I'm mad. Archie Bradley's situation has me heated. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know where you're going with this, but... I want who's who I want lingering okay, teams to stop teams grabbing talent as if they're real. There's what? only really five or six teams that can win a World Series right now. Yes, and those should be the teams that trade for big names. Okay. Can I tell you guys who just texted me? Who just this is the most random just guess the most random baseball player you Vanessa can think Tucker of would would have played when I played. Got a spit take out of BVD. Uh random player played when you played uh, in, in, our divi- like in our division. Brandon Inge. It's a good one. I love Brandon Inge, but I, just, oh, I like Brandon Inge. I just like that his first letter and last name made the word binge. Yep. As a binge eater. Yeah. What are the parameters around this? I'm just going to tell you because it's going to take too long. No, I have it. Just give me the parameters. I'll get it first try. Someone uh, in a random in our division player from when his I division. Played. Random played. baseball player. Random text. You got He's it. texting me again. Yeah. Uh, Can't wait. Double text. See what this says. What's Verlander up to? It's not Verlander. Sending you that zucchini. More ra- I said random. More random. Andrew Romine. Slate. Mm. Who is okay. it? Billy Butler. Okay. Oh. Yankees great. You country breakfast. That. Yankees great. Country breakfast. Hey, dude. It's Billy Butler. <laughs> How you been, my man? It's been a long time. Look at that. So, let me tell you a story about Billy Butler. Okay. I mean, I have so many stories about Billy Butler. Here we go. We played together on a Team USA when we oh, were 16. Oh, that's right. I think I told you guys the story. Yeah. This dude would ask for my phone number almost every series. Like, he, <laughs> we would hit BP. And he would like come out like early for like before their stretch. He'd come out and talk to me every single time. He'd be like, "Hey, g- give me your number. I'll, I'll send my number over." I'm like, "Billy, we've we've exchanged numbers now <laughs> three, four, five times. Okay, like this whole thing isn't working out. Like I'm not texting you. You're not texting me. But he always wanted to have my number, and apparently it was so he could text me in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> the time now is we're gonna now. be text buddies. The time is now. Respond and be like. This isn't Trevor Poof. <laughs> <laughs> I should. Wrong number, Bill. Billy who? Uh, we just fired our butler. Um, golly, Billy Butler. I have inappropriate Billy Butler. Good rake, huh? What a hitter. He could hit. He could hit. He'd be People forget he went now. to the uh, the A's, gave him a deal. Might have been. Billy Bean, love Billy Butler. That's a kind of a funny combination when you really think about it. And, Jim, you, you said this about DHs while we're on Billy Butler. Um, the other people who are now being waited out in free agency are the right-handed relievers. I heard them talking about this on MLB Network. There's going to be a couple teams that go out and get their guy they like, like the Trevor Mays, who, you know, he's got some fastball stuff. The Mets clearly value that because they've got two of the top three fastball guys, whatever it is. Um, 
But they said there's going to be a handful of teams just waiting to see the trickle down. Which right-handed relievers don't get paid. And then we'll go after them. And we'll all do our February 7th text, one year, two mil, and see who caves. So watch out for that. They're again. all talking about that right now. Like, what are we What are we collectively willing to offer these guys? Yes, I'm speaking of collusion. I will say, what's the word I should say if I say something like that? Allegedly? No, yeah. that's not even the right word. <laughs> say allegedly. Or say confirmed at the end. I know they're doing it. And like I said, this so, is not like a new thing. They've already MLB owners have been caught colluding before. So this yes. isn't like never happened. So the quote would be MLB teams are allegedly con- colluding, comma confirmed. You hear the stories when guys are like, dude, I got no offers. You should see and then I got four offers. All within a week, all for the same exact dollar amount. Yeah. That shouldn't happen ever, and it does. You should see, I guess, Billy Butler's playing in like a softball league mm. afterwards. <laughs> you should see the people he's playing with. He feels like the guy that would have one of those highlights where you see. <laughs> you would. I gotta say. Like, he would be one of those MLB viral videos for a day where you see one of those guys hit a softball and it never stops <laughs> traveling. Dude, he um he could hit, man. For the uh, he YouTube. has that one highlight where he went yeah yeah, and him and it was against the Indians. Him and Chris Jimenez like got into it. Mm. You could probably everyone could look that up. It's pretty funny. I think I did a breakdown on that. I think you might have. Yeah. Jim, any boy. final thoughts on that softball team that Billy Butler looks to be on? <laughs> he looks. He's just <laughs> double everyone else's dwarfs size. them. He dwarfs yeah. them. Yeah. Makes them look like a bunch of little girls. It almost looks like he's coaching a little girl softball Yeah, it team. does look like. It could be seen that way. <laughs> yes. So I don't know what he's up to, but. God, he could be a great softball coach. That is so fitting for him. Like, can't wait to see. Why fast pitch girl you. softball. Like, I why just feel like that's. Why do you think he texted you? Why do you think he texted you? John Boy Media? Yeah. Love what you guys are doing. Yeah, well, his second text cleared it up. Oh. And you can't share that? Hey, you got weed? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, maybe he's like just, just going through Olivia my at phone, the grocery store. contacts, and saw you. I love that oh. Billy, Billy Butler on December third, just going through his phone. Hey, man, it's Billy. I told you he lo- he like loves me, so like I could see him being like, oh shoot, I gotta text him. I, Plus, he exchanged my phone. I love that. That's awesome. Love that. Should we I don't get mean him to on? Speak Ill. I don't. I'm not speaking ill of Billy. I like. Let's I really get him on, like, dude. Let's get him on. He had the Danny Valencia, Billy Butler saga where he got punched in the oh, face. Who could forget? Right. <laughs> Get some fun stuff in the big league. Respond and say, dude, I was just about to text you to come on my podcast. <laughs> I've been just about to text you for so long. <laughs> Uh, All right, before we get into whatever the next segment is, Mm. we got a little ad, and it's for ourselves. On December 10th, a week from today, we will be hosting our own winter meetings. Winter meetings got canceled. It has turned into one of mine and Jake's favorite baseball events, uh, but we don't get to go this year, so we are hosting our own. Can I cut you off? Yeah. And we're going to start turning winter meetings into one of your favorite events, Jim. Well, we're just going to do a one-day event. We will be live. Me, Jake, Trev, Bug Bug Dude, from noon till 8 p.m. 
on the main John Boy Media YouTube channel. Eight hour live stream. Like we have ten guests. I'm not gonna say who yet. Give but them two of the guests. Give there's some the legit guests. players in MLB world. Not literally players. Not players. Well, we're not doing players. We're doing mostly media yeah. people. Uh, in the MLB media world. Passing, good friend of ours, has said he'd come on. Passing and Marley Rivera. That's everything we'll give you now. We love Marley. Yes. Love Marley. But some big names. So we're excited about it. Big Hopefully names. the technology doesn't crash. And then it's going to be a lot of fun. Are you guys going to get shit-faced like you did at the other winter meetings? No, because the final guest... I'm so scared oh about being God. loopy. I'm, yeah. I'm so scared about being loopy for the final guest at like seven o'clock. Is he? It, Rob his Lowe's name is in so many rap songs that like I'm gonna get all the lyrics guest? up. Is he more famous than Rob Lowe? Yes. 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 Oh my gosh. Yes. yes. Most famous guest ever. Yeah. Yeah. Like universally famous. Wow. I don't know about universally. I told my dad. American-speaking countries world. famous. I told Jess and she was impressed. I haven't told my parents yet. I told Jess and she But they know that I have I've interacted with him before already. Um Can't wait. And it's Billy Bob. Will he like if I rap (laughs) Will he like if I rap all the lyrics that he's in? Uh we'll just mute you. We'll just mute you. Tell him what's going on. Rip. Um Yeah, (laughs) so just December tenth, put it on your calendar. December. December. Like, are you guys going to put a collared shirt on for that? Like, I feel like when this guest comes on. Probably wear some John Boy Media merch. Yeah. Hashtag. Okay. I I need to order some more. You guys send me some or I need to order it. Hey, Bug Bug Dude, is my my promo code still live? Mm Mm-hmm. To my knowledge. Okay. Okay. All right. December 10th, winter meetings. I think we're going to try and get every guest to just predict. Like, that's you know, their 20-minute interview is like DJ LeMahieu. And then we don't ask any questions. We just feed them names, and they have to tell us what teams. Or maybe we tell them Trevor's not going to be on. We start with Trevor blacked out and be like, do you have any Trevor Plouffe stories? Yes. And we introduce and Then him. we slowly fade Trevor, and he has to just shake yes or no if he likes the story. Okay. So on our program, they'll be able to see Trevor the whole time. No. No. Okay. Not like the audience where we could. Well, we'll like have Teddy. We'll have world, Teddy turn the lights oh. off. Yeah, we'll in put your something Trev's over studio. the screen. People are going to be intimidated yeah. coming on. I am one of the. I am one of the big J's now. That's true. They won't be intimidated at all. Okay, you're right. I had another. Stranger. Still mad at Trevor May for not giving me the scoop. He's actually big leagued me. Um, I, after I texted him twice. Does he wow. know the scoop? Yeah, it's out. Hmm? He signed. Yes. I was thinking of Iglesias trade. Oh. Um, <laughs> if he broke that, that would have been nuts. <laughs> All right, let's talk about that. Trevor May to the Mets. You excited for him? I think it's a good fit. Like, he's made himself into an elite reliever, making some mechanical adjustments. So I think he had some help, um, you know, just – fine-tuning what he throws. He, he had good spin on his fastball, so he started to throw it more. You kind of hear that story a lot with guys like, oh, yeah, I do this well. I should probably just like continue to do this. Um, but New York is a great city and market for him. He's likes to do a lot of stuff off the field. He's involved in um, the video game world, the gaming world. I don't think they call it video games anymore. The gaming world. I think this is a perfect spot for him. He's a guy that's going to like 
relish in the spotlight. And I think there's going to be a huge spotlight on the Mets this year. Uh, they're oh, not yeah, like they're not like the little brother Yankees anymore. They're I mean they've crossed that now. Like they're not well, the Yankees, but they're not the little brother. Like they're going to be. Well, they're hoping like right change. right now. The hope is the stink is being completely yeah, eradicated. Um, eradicated. But we're we haven't no proof of that yet. Like sure, right now, to, to right now games, the house is tarped up, and they're like, "Oh man, they must be fumigating that house, cleaning cleaning it up." And then when they take the tarp down, we'll find out if they were good fumigators or not. We think they're really good right but now. Do you think it even matters? I don't even think winning this year matters. I think the fact that they're if new they ownership, just, dude, if they like, just they're changing the the um, they just don't Mets like it's. It's the PR department as well as the on the field stuff. Like, let's just see if they can run a smooth yeah. season and not grab dumb headlines. Yeah, I don't know. So far, they've been the best PR organization of the offseason. Uncle Steve's the best. Yeah. Everyone go tweet at him right now to tell him to come on Talking yeah. Baseball because did you see what he yeah. did after um, the non tender shit? Yeah. That tweet's hilarious. Yeah. Who's the most interesting player that got non tendered? Asking for, I didn't. Just he he didn't there. say asking for a friend, but it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> really funny. Just curious. Just crowdsourcing. What are you guys thinking? Yeah, um, I love it. I've got a couple things. I I think the Mets do have to make the playoffs. Otherwise, all the articles and conversations will be same old Mets, same old Mets, no matter what the season looks like. Um, and by the way, Braves are still really good. So you know, let's see what the Phillies do. But that division is still really tough. Um, excited for Trevor May. I mentioned the fastball thing before. Um, good for him. Talk about hitting free agency at the right time. He he gets a really nice payday for a reliever, and everything we've said about these hitters, these platoon outfield DH guys, bad time to be that. Good time to be a reliever with a really good fastball and a really good slider, and he's gotten rid of his curveball. Um, you know, there's they think there's room for him to get even better. I know there, I saw some baseball writers wanted him to go Somewhere where he had a chance to close Doesn't look like he'll have that on the Mets You never know with the Mets um, But hey, I'll tell you this I, I think the other thing it told me And you guys are This is going to be weird But the Mets are going to sign Brad Hand um, Because They've got a nice little bullpen foreman Edwin Diaz, Trevor May, Familia Miguel Castro, they made that trade Dylan Batances, Robert Giselman All solid bullpen guys All right handed um, so don't be surprised if the Mets go out and get a lefty reliever. I think Brad Hand is the guy. They got money in the bank. Um, you know, I know teams don't live by the lefty-righty thing anymore, but you still like to have a good lefty, and if they had Brad Hand, that's a bullpen. So that's a uh, little Jake. I'm firing from the hip today. Did they yeah. tender Mets? I think they did. I think they yeah. did. Lefty solution in the pen? Yeah. Can can he hump it up? Can he Ooh. go to the pen and change his repertoire and, and hump it up a little bit? Because he throws, he throws 93, 94, right? He's sitting right around there. Did you say pump it up or hump it up? Genuine question. Hump. Okay. I thought you did, and hump. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. You know me. <laughs> I do. You know me. Hey, how do I look? look Who are we talking about? Mats? How do I look in this? <laughs> did you change the mats or may when you're talking about velocity? <laughs> you mats. look good. He was saying maybe Matt's kicks to the bullpen, the starting stuff's over, and he can hump it up a little bit. Hump, hump, hump it up. Matt's pitch mix yeah, is stupid. No, it's not. 
Let's not take it back. He takes it back. What's he throw? His fastball sits 94 last year. Yeah. Get that up Do to it, 96 man. and a half in the pen. Yeah. He's only throwing a two-seamer, though, and everyone hates those now. That's what I'm saying. You know, you just tell the guy, let's let's see what your four-seam does at the top of the zone. But his velocity got fa- his velocity was ticked up in 2020. Good. Let's go, Matt's to the pen. You here to hear first? We're we're, we're so good at. And what did Jake just break? Brad hand to the Mets. Brad hand to the Mets. Okay. Unless they move Matt's to the pen, they could use two. They could use two though. High like, leverage. I'll report you know it. I, mean? I reported it. Jake has reported that. Uh, other I'm things. Still looking to break news. I still really want to break oh, one major thing. This. I mean, season. Archer was in your backyard. You could have broke the Vanessa Tucker stuff. You didn't. You should get on Archer. You guys are boys. Be like you. Archer's going to give me the scoop. Who Archer's else? Who else? Odo said he'd give you the scoop when he goes to the Blue Jays. Is that going to be funny when I'm like Chris Archer to wherever source? Chris Archer. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If that's you really tweet that thing. out, that's really funny. The Big Jays will be a little mad at you, I think, which is good. You like that. That's I'll, almost. I'll like, I name my sources. That's almost so cool. Yeah. For you and Arch. Yeah. If you do that, yeah. I think it bumps both your, like, that's awesome. Fred, yeah. Yeah. Level. So, you need to do that. Okay. I, I, I if could, you if start I could saying, if you say source, cool, I, Chris Archer just told me, that's hilarious. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, I'm telling you, like, these guys get it really quick. They all pay yeah. for people. In the organizations to let them know. Yeah, they get like, it from the other side. That's how they're getting all the scoops. Yeah, or, or, or from the agency. Like, a lot of times, yeah. it, it gets out before the player has a chance to get it out. Yeah, you need... Dude, yeah, I signed with tough. the Texas Rangers a minor league deal. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, like... I remember I was at Disneyland when I said, okay, fuck it, let's just go there. Awesome. What a, what a horrible decision. Did you go on some Wild me. West ride or something? And be like, yeah, fuck we it. We were just walking in. I was like, fuck it, let's go. I'm, I'm in. Um... Before did you like foresee a bunch of anybody Disney trips about it? It was already on Twitter. <laughs> did you tell Olive like I can't do another one of these Disney trips? I'm going back to play baseball. <laughs> I love Disneyland, man. Come on. All right, all right. So what happened? Well, like were- I said, before I could even tell like my parents or anybody, it was already on Twitter. Who and broke it's a fucking it? Minor league deal, dude. Who broke it? Your big name. I don't know if it was Kenny or it was somebody like that. Somebody. Interesting though. I mean, they, they get it quick, so I'm gonna have to really be on these guys. Like, as soon as you decide, you have to tell me. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Arch. Yeah, I'm reading the article about anybody. when you signed, but it doesn't it doesn't give credit to anyone for breaking it first. I mean, we could have a huge Archer episode if he wants to announce it on here. He hates him, me though. Him and John Boy squash their beef. I know. I'm still thinking about how cool those guys were in my backyard. I was telling you guys I wore my I'm wearing my beanie like this. And this is a this is an update for people. Uh you know, we're a big Cole Tucker pod. Huge. We've been a huge Cole Tucker pod. He's now A list. We know that. I think I'm kind of off Co Tuck. Stop it. You wanna know why? You're cause you have this weird Cali angsty side to you that thinks. No, you need I to still like Co Tuck. I still love <laughs> okay. Co Tuck. Okay. But Carson Tuck, okay. I think, might even be cooler than Dookie. Him. So he wears his beanie like this. Yeah. And he's like 18, 19. So I'm just trying to be hip. The whole Tucker I am family. famous too. 
<laughs> Carson Tucker is. You follow him on Instagram on at like Dookie or something like yep. that. It's an Dookie. interesting nickname, but he is so cool that like I'm copying everything he does. Like, did I DM him? Uh, yeah, I did. I see yeah, what I you're saying. Like Dookie Tucker could keep you hip for another ten years. It's my strategy, it's dude. An I have to, it's like I'm sucking, you know, the 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 blood. Go. Like a vampire sucks the blood to stay alive. Like I need the young dudes to keep me young. Dude, so there was a big to do about your Rangers reporting, Trev. Uh oh. Rotowire had it first, but no one really cares about them, so they mm. only got one retweet. Not an ad. Um, I don't even know this. I don't think this is the official Rotowire. So I like Rotowire, but it's no one follows this account. I don't know what it is. Okay, but they had it first. Um, or maybe they didn't because this is what Ken Rosenthal says. He says that Trevor Plouffe indeed is going to the Rangers on a minor league deal, as I reported, then retracted, then Mark Feinsand oh. confirmed. So what happened? I remember now. I mean, I tried to block the whole Rangers thing from my mind, but we it was reported so fast that, oh my gosh, dude, I am on fire today. You know who just texted me? <laughs> Cole Tucker watching this? He just texted me. Joe Randa. Oh, Cole Tucker just texted you as you said you were off Cole Tucker? This is bad. He might be saying, don't talk to me ever again. Yeah. What did he text I you? I hope he's not saying it. Just proposed. Break I might it. have told Nessa to hit you oh up. Oh my gosh. I, I'm so I'm back on Cole Tucker. <laughs> Sorry, Dookie. He's just checking in on me. So just saying during hi. the course of this podcast, Billy Butler and Cole Tucker just checked yeah. in. <laughs> what, which one's cooler? Range. Which one's cooler? What do you think? Maybe the <laughs> biggest range. All right, back to my story. Let's make this about me. If Kotuck and Billy Butler go to breakfast together. <laughs> oh my I'd watch. Okay. I'll taste of it. I think it'd be funny. <laughs> All right, Trev, what happened with your signing? I'm curious sorry, now. Sorry, sorry. I told you it happened so fast. My agent was pissed because we didn't have a chance to call the other teams that were interested in us and say, thank you for your interest, but we're signing here. So he mm. called Kenny and said, you need to tweet out nothing's official. And then he did. And then I signed. And then he had to do that tweet. So that's fine. And I told him, I said, who cares? It's a minor league deal with the Rangers. But he, you know, he's all about, you know, my agent was very respectful and wanted to make sure we went through the right process with it. Um, that, I mean, that's good by your agent, I guess. And nice by Kenny that he retracted. Yeah. Evan Grant tweeted hearing from a source that Rangers, Trevor Plouffe, are close to finalizing a minor league deal would seem curious. Since Plouffe is by trade a third baseman and the Rangers have Beltre, Gallo, Profar, and Alberto. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I was strictly Boy, was he a right. backup. I was a backup plan for if Beltre got hurt. And they lied to me. That's why I have it. You would have raked in Texas, too. I hate them. Oh, now this, they're the worst-run yeah. franchise in this, baseball. This kid said, always thought Yank should have checked in on Plouffe for third-base situation, and he follows me. Carter Hudd. You could go... Been a Plouffe fan, Yanks fan, and a Plouffe fan, and you hate Yankees fans. How about that? Mm. I don't hate Yankees fans. Uh, you've specifically said, I don't care for Carter Hudd, and he's yeah. just been dying to get you on the Yankees since, like, 2016. I would have crushed New York, man. 
Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but you didn't have the personality Chase Headley offered. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> So many I, I would only I would love to be able to go back in time, go to New York, just to see what you two idiots would have said about oh, me. Oh God, it'd be ugly. Yeah, it's what kind of my this guy doing. You know, kind of my nightmare about anyone who signs. Trev, with us. you know, you know, I get emotional Us. when I see you hit that second deck shot. Mm. So, and I love third baseman. We would have been cool, you and Jimmy. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, Jim. Yeah, we would have butted heads. Butt heads, butted heads, butt heads. We would have both had buttheads. And I'm going the opposite way with the Tucker family. I think I'm investing in the parents because I think they see the product now and no, they're we like, crank out some more. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta help this country wow. out. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Baseball. That'd be really early buying <laughs> stock right there. <laughs> there is one more piece of baseball news. Yeah, yeah. Jose Iglesias was traded to the Angels. Your guy. Ah, uh, he exists. He had a good year. Angels are out on Simmons. Apparently, this is a new trade duo. I like finding out new duos. Like, mm. oh, so you guys like each other. They traded for Bundy last offseason. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. You guys talk. New GM for the Angels, but. Yeah, but is Jose Iglesias not a free there, agent? Yeah. Like, how long has this guy been in the. Is he on a deal? What's going on with that? I think he might have had an option and they picked it up. Um, Something, man. I, I like it like for he's the been Angels. In the forever. They, uh, Iglesias, we. Got to see him live at spring training, and it was literally a form of baseball art. He was literally doing a drill where he was just backhanded. Oh balls. my! Yeah, God. We, uh, that that was him. That video, talking baseball. Someone were social just posted that video, so go check it out. Wait, just posted it recently? Yeah, like within within the last week or so. Probably Kyle will talk in baseball, dude. That I forgot about that. Yeah. I love when memories are not active, and then you activate, activate them, them, and now I'm like, yeah. That was badass. He's got one more year. He signed a two-year, $6 million deal prior to this season, so he's making three mil probably, three or four, depending on how it was structured. To essentially be the starting shortstop for the Angels. He's been known for his glove his whole career. He was a little banged up last year. Uh, I like it from the Angels because, you know, options, versatility, call it whatever you want. He raked last year. So, A, if he's figured it out with the stick, cool. Um like, he was DHing and batting middle of the lineup for the Orioles at time this year, which, say what you want about the Orioles, but they can hit a little bit. Um, if he can pick it at shortstop and hit like that, amazing. Or if he just picks it at shortstop and he's not that hitter, you still get the Jose Iglesias that's been known around baseball. And they clearly, that franchise has gone through a a new turn with their front office, but they've had Andrelton Simmons at shortstop. Uh, which is a dude you can't really replace, but if you get Iglesias on a good day, <laughs> he, he can help you out a little bit. So I I like it. Good for them. The video that got posted, you can't tell how cool it was, what he was doing. Yeah, to see it. Because he was, if anyone's watching on YouTube, I'll put my glove in camera. Here we go. He was The ball was coming, and instead of just catching it like this, he was turning his hand all the way around and catching it backwards. But like, like you in live speed on the video, you can't tell that he did that. Yeah. Like a backhand from the forehand side just it was weird. It was awesome. You know what my favorite thing about Jose Iglesias is? Interested. He's Cuban. Ah. Not in his heart. Oh. Cuban ball players. There we go. <laughs> my guys. The whole uh, roster yeah. full of them. Oh. Oh, okay. I don't know his feelings towards his home country. I spoke out of turn there. From La Habana, the Habana the Habana Banana. 
Mm, he looks parts. thick in his Orioles picture. Like he looks like a he, you know. He kind of looks like you in your holiday picture on his baseball reference page. He's it's got, not a great pick. Kind of of non-existent. Do they have multiple picks? No. So he signed as a free agent with the Reds, Trev, in 2019. And then signed with the Orioles last January. That doesn't really He's do much for the market. Red Sox was he came up with the Red Sox and then got traded to the Tigers, if I mm-hmm. believe. If I'm because the Tigers shortstop got drug popped. Hey, and you know what else? How about we've been talking about this shortstop market? How about the Angels don't go out and pay money for Didi or Simeon and go get pitching? Uh, so maybe that's part of what this move was too. No, they're good where they're at. Okay, hold the line. Stay with your guys. Is it the second worst run franchise in baseball? They were. I've just, I saw one interview with the New Angels GM, and I like him. So I'm I'm. Is that why he, you're wearing a red hat today? I'm genuinely in on the Angels now. Yes. It's I mean, a brave they, pay, they pay players. Yeah. But they forget that there's a whole thing called pitching, starting pitching. Imagine if they like sign Real Muto. How like arms up that would be, <laughs> <laughs> guys. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> it would be fun. That would be fun. Good. Be very angels. Strengthen their strength. Yeah. <laughs> Just need to strengthen our strength. A lot of people say that. All right, I think that's everything we got. Well, we got a catcher, and we got one of the best defensive shortstops, so that helps our pitching. It does. Yeah, yeah. It does. It'd be no funny way. if they, like, just, like, uh, you know what? We love what they do at the Coliseum. We're expanding our foul ground. Yeah. They just bumped out the left field and right field line. Like behind the catcher, done. It's like everything to help pitching besides signing good pitchers. Signing good pitch. Well, and that's uh, inventing a new pine tar. <laughs> They're bringing that guy back. They're um, bringing him back for sure. Uh, we talk about on how the low. Analytics is analytics is great. We use analytics, and you know, right now there's a push pull. I think what we've clearly seen from this market, Trevor May, a reliever. Who's you know thirty? He's peaking. I think his career war is two or something like that. You know he gets a really nice contract, and you're seeing guys hitters Rosario Schwarber. I think right now the analytics is saying pay pitching, figure it out hitting wise, which is somewhat a proven theory. But I do think it's just a little out of out of balance right now. I didn't listen to anything you yeah, just I know. said. Sorry, I saw. I'm sorry. I also tuned that one. I know, out. I know. You were both, you're both leaning. You both looked like third graders in class. I'm, I'm, I'm reading some shit online. Sorry. Huge. Who texted you now, bro? Jess. Yeah, probably. Picks only. That's so disrespectful of you to say something like that. Put nice picture of our me. fucking dog, you creep. Thanks for tuning in. I got lost on that one, too. Yeah, I know. It's a long up. <laughs> what happened? Uh, How many horses? I mean, what a, what a day for my texts. <laughs> Big text episode yeah. for you. We're who, out. Who knows what's going to happen? Make some more Tuckers. Yeah, we need them.